Welcome to Pop School and the Fan Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we are talking about the Marvels. It's a sequel to 2019's Captain Marvel, a sequel to 2021's WandaVision, and a sequel to 2022's Ms. Marvel. Which is becoming the norm now for most Marvel projects. Yeah, that, it's, that all the movies are just kind of like big team-ups, which... I guess we kind of could have seen this coming after Endgame. The system works. The system works. But does it work for this one? We'll find out shortly after I've done today's Pokidoku. Oh, if you're not into Pokidoku, get into Pokidoku. You do. You you. Uh, it's a daily puzzle where you just name Pokemon. It's great. Okay, so it's excellent. <laughs> so are we gonna do it live? Yeah. Why fuck not? Steel Dragon. That is uh, Komoo. I'm. What? I might spell that fucking name wrong. Uh, Let's go with Jang Mo'o. Select. Damn it! That's a fighting dragon type, you noob. Oh okay. my god. Immediately this bad. Steel, <laughs> steel grass, that's Ferrothorn. If you're here for Marvel content, just skip it. <laughs> a steel monotype. Steelix a steel monotype? No. Klefki's a steel monotype. No, that's Fairy. Ooh. Mm. Honedge? I'm going to go Honedge. Steel monotype. Nope. That's Monster. a ghost steel, Michael. Come on now. Has there been a ghost dragon? Yes. Oh, no. Several. Several ghost dragons. Oh, I um, can think of at least five. Dragapult. There you go. He's got one, ladies and gentlemen. That's one. one. A, a grass ghost uh, that's... Uh, oh, the tree fucker. Trevenant. He's a tree. He doesn't fuck trees. <laughs> a ghost monotype is gas... Oh, he's ghastly poison... Ghost. No, who could say? Oh, I don't know if it's Gastly's poison. I'm going to go Gastly. No, Gastly's poison. Ghost. ghost, you silly bugger. I am doing very badly the for children this. get Kanto once. A Dragon Kanto, Dragonite. I mean, that's easy enough, isn't it? A Grass Kanto, a Bulbasaur. And a Monotype Kanto, Doduo? Ditto. Ditto is a Monotype. There you go. Oh, that was awful. So, um... What was your unique ID? Oh, I didn't look. Yeah, well, no, it's a unique score at the bottom. Oh, 433. I got 226 two, because I misread Ghost Monotype for Grass Monotype. Very um... disappointed in myself. But, ah, well, um, <laughs> thanks for coming. Do you enjoy Pokedoku? I hope you like the Marvels. <laughs> now, the funny oh, thing God. is, so we, we saw this together. Mm-hmm. We saw this together on Sunday. It was it a was Sunday, Sunday viewing. Uh, it, it was a Sunday morning viewing, which is not... Particularly known for being, oh no, it wasn't Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Apologies. It was, but it it, it either way, yeah, wasn't a busy screening, was it, it? Sure wasn't. There were two people behind us, and then me, you, and Rachel. Yes, that was the <laughs> sum total. I think there was two people who paid for gallery. I bet they feel uh, like oh. they really spent their money wisely there. Um, so money's no object to some people, is it? It was very quiet, mm. and I'm sure you've read all the goddamn think pieces over the weekend to tell you just how quiet this thing has been. Is it dead? It's Marvel dead. No. Uh, Obviously not. <laughs> Obviously fucking not. It's coming out. Like, there's not been many big films out for a while, I would say. Like, it's not like it's no. coming on a hot streak. If it had come out the week after, like, a couple of weeks after Barbenheimer had happened, mm. it might have been fine. But and it might have also explained the performance of the box office because it is not doing very well. I mean, no. it's not doing very well in Marvel terms. In relation to, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's still like a 40 million opener. Most people would kill for that. And still number one. Still defined, just it's the lowest one of all of them. Yes. Fair Which enough. It's amazing to me that more people paid money to see Eternals. Yeah. I, I don't get that. Neither do I, but we're not here to be box office, box office <laughs> specialists. I can't and even and say whatever that. the fuck you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah that either. Um, we're here to be critics. Mm hmm. Can't say professional critics who've still not been paid, but there we go. True, but um, you know, we've done it long enough. I think. Yeah, at this point we've we earned our get... stripes the hard way. <laughs> uh, a, re- a real critic is the one that does it for the art of critiquing. That's not that us. No is one it? listens to. No, God no. So I came out. Yes. And immediately just said to you, "I think it was all right." Yep. And I stand by that very strong opinion I clearly had, <laughs> based on not the film. I don't think you share that opinion. I I went into this knowing that I was going to feel nothing, and I felt nothing. Okay. <laughs> I just I struggle to think of what we could talk about for anywhere in the range of an hour and an hour and a half about this sequence of events culminating in a cameo. That's what the film is. 
that is what okay. the film is. I'll I'll wrangle some some structure onto this because I do think just top level. Yes. It is a vast improvement on the first one. I'm not sure I agree, but I'll I'll follow you. Okay, down this maybe road. not a vast improvement, but you can at least give it that he's better than the first one. See, I st- I still don't think I agree, and I'll I'll well, I want to hear you out, and then I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna counter it. I think it's a uh, okay. I'll give you the two top points that I think put this in a not it's in the bottom of the mid range, but it's I wouldn't say it's a bad Marvel movie. Mm. It's a their Marvel movie, but it's not a bad one. I think yeah, it's better than the first one. I think largely because. I think this is Brie Larson's best outing as Captain Marvel. Okay. Of the three major things that she's been in. I think I can agree with that. Even though, I mean, you mean her performance or you mean her character motivation? Performance. I agree with that. I think she, there's still some wooden takes in there that you're like, I don't want to go with that. I still don't think it's a great performance. But the thing is, she, she, it's not all on her to lead. She is one of three leads in this. True. And I think that helps a lot, that there's yes. not a lot of things. Because, again, we said this in like the first review we did of this. Brie Larson is good at acting. Brie Larson is not the problem. No. Brie Larson has won Oscars. Brie Larson has, was in Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. She knows what she's doing. She's both an actor and director. So she's got both things going for her. Something else was off. Mm. They were either directing her badly, script wasn't giving her what they needed, but there was two outings there where she was by far and away the worst thing in the film. Yes. That is not the case here. I think she's still my least favourite of the three leads, mm. but I don't think it's that's a negative. I think no. she's just, she, she has improved, but she should count her lucky stars that her other two leading um, uh, co-stars are dragging this movie up. Yes. A little bit. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Okay. She's better. Yes. This is a better performance, and I think I think largely because that's... Even though this character lacks motivation and really kind of lacks any narrative weight outside of something that happens off-screen. Yeah. I, I think that even besides that, this is a better version of Captain Marvel. This at least is a Captain Marvel that is... Um, I don't... Human, which helps. I don't want to say struggling, but I think there are moments in this that shows that she's got a lot of weight on her shoulders, given her power scale. Yes. And has dealt with the fact that she's been doing this on her own for quite a while. Yes. That is the nice way of saying, I don't think the characters have much good chemistry. And, Mm. yeah, I just, I, I wasn't feeling the dynamic. And, again, that's not Brie Larson's problem. I think that comes down to, like you say, direction, script. Yes. I think dialogue has been something of a declining thing in Marvel movies for mm. the most part anyway. Mm. And I don't think we're going to get back to that kind of you know, 2012 Avengers, yes. a- a- Infinity War kind of heights. I I think we might once this phase is over because I've literally, on the way here, just finished listening to the fantastic... MCU, well, it's a book, but I got the audio book version. It's called um, How Marvel Conquered Hollywood or something like that. It was released literally like a month or two ago. Mm. It's 17 hours long on an audio book, but it's a hell of a thing. It goes from literally like the early 90s, well, the 80s and 90s of Stanley trying to get it off the ground himself right through to the last thing they talk about is like the Jonathan Major stuff. Oh, so talk about the the James Cameron Spider-Man. It does talk about the James Cameron Spider-Man. Ooh, nice. It talk yeah because it doesn't just do the MCU. It talks about yeah the the the, the Raimi movies, the X Men movies. Kevin Feige is definitely the protagonist and comes into it relatively early. Mm. But really, really good book about that. And I know who to blame for all of the recent Marvel problems. Yes, Rick and fucking Morty. <laughs> they keep saying that basically Dan. They keep going to Dan Harmon and pinching all of his writers because they're like, "Well, Rick and Morty do multiverse stuff, and it's good." No, Rick and Morty has always been shit, and now it's spreading into <laughs> something I like. So it's Rick and Morty's fucking fault, and right. it always has been. Okay. So once we're done with the multiverse saga, in the, like the multiverse saga, three years time, then we can get back to good Marvel just in time for the X Men to turn up. All good, it's all part of the plan. It's fine, we're going to get through a weird um, sophomore effort here, and then the next phase, all good, baby. All good. Is this, is this Marvel's hat phase? I wear a hat now, it and really eventually is. they will get, they grow out of it and just accept, you know, the hair is thinning and they just need to be a bit more mature. It's the milady stage. Oh, I yes. hate it. Yeah, me too. Ah, I hate it um, so much. I think 
yeah, like you said, we we know that Brie Larson can be good, and I think you've actually made a very good point there. I think part of what stops this from being a good movie, as opposed to just a eh, solid fine, is that yeah, everything that's ever happened to Captain Marvel that could give a narrative weight did happen off screen. Yes, the she loses her memory and joins the Kree, and we're like, oh, she's been fighting scrolls for years, and we don't see that. Mm-hmm. The thing that happens in this movie, which we talk about in spoilers. Yeah, happened in the past, and she's kind of dealing with it. Yep. So I think minute to minute, it's better just because she's having more fun. I think the chemistry's there. It's not. It's not. Problem is, it's coming off Guardians of the Galaxy three mm. with a team that has the best chemistry of any Marvel movie going. Yes. That's that's difficult. It's a, it's a bit of a jump. Yeah. Has there really not been a Marvel movie between Guardians three and this? I think so. I don't think they had one over summer because it was Spider Verse, wasn't it? Oh, I know you've asked a question. I don't think so, no, because we had... This year has been Guardians. Uh, it was DC summer, wasn't it? DC had quite a few. Yeah, they had Blue year. Beetle and... The Flash. Flash, Shazam 2, etc. Um, give me just one second whilst I just click on the 2023 movies. Not that one. <laughs> the Panic. The other 2023 movies. Uh, oh, Quantum Mania, but no, that was before. That was Guardians, before Guardians. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Since, this is the first one since Guardians. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I mean, we've had we've had Loki since then, and I feel like we might have even had another TV show that I can't remember. Um, who knows? Who, who cares? Knows? Um, but yeah, I, I think that there's stuff left on the table that they could have explored. I mean, it is a short movie, mm. and in some ways, I appreciate that they were like, we don't want to waste your time. Yeah, um, I mean, if if you want a review in a word, it's that, isn't it? Yeah. The movie's so short because it's basically a fucking time sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate that it's that for Miss Marvel, who, despite that show, I like a lot. Yes. And one of the best things to come out of WandaVision, yes. uh, of Monica Rambeau. Yes. Is she Spectrum? Is she Photon? I don't remember they, what her they code don't, name is. They don't land on one. That's part of the... One of the running gags is she doesn't have a name. She doesn't want one. Mm. So they never really pick one for her um yeah but i think they've left a lot on the table there like there is interesting character dynamics well at least in both of their relationships to captain marvel in that you've got basically her forgotten niece who has got some resentment about her and they just never really give it time to to play out properly or resolve or no. i mean they have a, a scene where they address it and it's just it's the equivalence of i'm sorry you feel that way yeah basically so this is why i don't believe that the chemistry was that good because uh. there's and i i thought about something this morning and it, it further ruined the movie for me come on and, and maybe this is getting very meticulous nerd mm. but i am a very meticulous yes, nerd. you are captain marvel did not return to Earth between some t- some unknown year in the 1990s. Yeah. And 2023, no. Oh, don't try and, don't try and figure out where the Marvel timeline <laughs> is because your head will explode. It was, it was shortly after the snap, wasn't it? So that's probably like 2019, something like that. Yeah. In what time did Kamala Khan become that big of a fan? I can't place the timeline... Mm. For her to have known about Captain Marvel and what she was doing, yes. especially because for the vast majority of Endgame, she was back up in fucking space. And yet somehow is the centre of this girl's universe. I mean, that's just, well, we we, we need it to be because her name's Miss Marvel. Yeah. So. And the only other female superhero will be fucking killed. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one's a villain now. So, you know. <laughs> that's a very good point. Uh, <laughs> Miss Wasp? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! It's it, it, Miss Maria Hill. But the name's Sharon Carter, Ms. Sharon, Sharon Carter. Carter. Oh, but it's a tainted fucking universe, isn't it? And Man Vellani, as you mentioned, mm. I think the highlight of the movie, definitely my wife's favourite character in all of this. Mm. I think she's the only one that's come out of all of this. Have gone well. She was already good. I think she's now elevated to a great character. And I think Marvel know what they've got on their hands with her because she's now, given by something that we'll talk about after spoilers, is going to become a bit of a linchpin character for other things to be manoeuvred around, which mm. is nice. Um, yeah, they really struck gold because, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't think she's really done anything else no. other than Miss Marvel. So the fact they found someone this genuine who loves new rock stars, BT dubs, yep. uh, which is nice, has a little notebook that she likes to pester Kevin Feige with. <laughs> I think they really hit gold here. I think 
considering some people's feelings towards the Kamala Khan character and, and she came in at the same time as like the big diversification thing happened and everyone's a bit trigger happy for that type of thing. Mm. I think it works here. My only my only thing is that the plot doesn't move patch much past she's a fangirl of Captain Marvel. Yeah. And there's there's a there's a hint, a split second hint of her maybe having a slightly more deeper narrative of questioning fan service mm-hmm. and hero worship and all that stuff. Because Captain Marvel snaps at her at one point. I was like, oh, here we go. Yep. Here we go. We're going down the rabbit hole now. This is nice. And that is almost completely ignored. And we just go back to her being, oh, you're the goddamn best. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of... And I think it was it was needed early on in the story when the characters meet for the first time. There's a lot of the, oh, my God, fangirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it happens, like, like you say, there's that one momentary snap and then it's immediately back to, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it didn't really give... I don't think he gave Iman Vellani much more scope than what she had in her own series. Because she no. was able to do the fangirl stuff in her own series whilst having other relationships with the characters. Mm. And with this, it's kind of like, oh my god, it's Captain Marvel. And you are also here, other lady. And mm. I think there was, I think there's a scene, I want to say about halfway through, where they're all having a chat on the ship and they're all getting used to this, the gimmick that they are entangled yeah they're hampered within this one yes and i think i can't remember exactly what maria sorry monica shares but it's worse the effect of sounds tough and just just wants to glide the fuck straight past it yeah and that's what the movie feels like it very much felt like a design by committee we would like to have these three characters in a movie because they all share a name or a power set yes which is not a good enough reason to make the movie and I think the filmmakers know this because of, for one, the extensive reshoots that it is very obvious that they have done. Yes. And for two, the length. Now, that could be a product of the reshoots. It could be a product of a bad edit. Yeah, yeah. I was reading up that apparently director Nita Costa was not in charge of that edit, had right. moved on to another project at this time, mm-hmm. not entirely dropping this, was still you know promoting yeah, yeah, the movie, yeah. but I don't think she had final cut. Right, okay. And I think that is your key problem. Right. Is that the reason it feels so designed by committee and so bridge episode yeah. is because that's what the machine, the Marvel machine, want it to be. Yes. This isn't an event movie. It might be a team-up, but it's a team-up on a budget. Mm. And when the budget is a movie this expensive, yes. this you need to get creatives involved. Is it- I think Nia DaCosta could have had a bit more of a hand in her own project. Yes. Because it doesn't feel like her own project. It's not like how Guardians feels like a James Gunn movie. No. I don't get a sense of Nina Costa's kind of filmmaking style, voice. Fingerprints, etc. It yeah. is generic as generic comes. And I think that's why I struggled to connect with almost every facet of this. I see where you're coming from, considering we had... Well, you look at all the really good ones. What's the last two good Marvel movies? A very much a James Gunn one. Very much a James Gunn and one. And very much like I mean, Black Panther forever, Wakanda forever. That was yeah, that's pretty good. Very. That's a Ryan Coogler a movie. Ryan Coogler movie. And even if you roll back, I think Shang Chi. I was harsh on it at the time, but it was it felt different, didn't it? That it did. Yeah. In retrospect, this is a very by the numbers. At some point, it will shock you to know. A light gets shot up into the sky. <laughs> the whole mark of every eh, generic superhero movie of the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a Marvelani that saves this for me. <laughs> I, think, I, I think because I don't have any attachment, and I, the, the first one is it's neck and neck with that and the Eternals. And I say this on every podcast, but mm. considering that's the thing we were going from, the fact it's even just better than that, I think I'm giving it a passing grade. Mm. I'm not tied to these characters. I don't have a deep history with them. It was. It kept my attention. I laughed a few times, which is nice. There's a few bits. So we should probably just wrap up the other person in this yeah. yeah, let's just do Tiana. Um, Tiana Paris. I think I, I still can't shake the feeling of wish she was kind of Captain Marvel. Actually, yeah, uh, that'd be nice. Um, I, the the drop plot points aside, she can't control that. No, I think everything no, that's no. under her power to do is good. Yes, she's fun. She brings balance to the the trio. She as a fun power set, tick, 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 tick. But again, I'd, I'd rather see her in other things at this point than yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, and it's not that I don't want to see I don't want to see her in a Marvel thing because no, I no, no. very much enjoyed her in WandaVision. Yes. I think 
I've said this a couple of times. I think the perfect place to drop at is in a group of fucking losers. And those losers are called Next Wave. Do a Next Wave project. Mm. Give her a bunch of fucking idiots that she has to go and wrangle around. Right. On the basis of, well, it's not sword, it's saber now for some unbeknownst reason. Yeah, yeah. But hey-ho. And then go with that. Yeah, yeah. I think give her the leading role in some kind of Next Wave project. And then you can just do like... Weird characters like Machine Man or the Captain, and just right. have them be bumbling fucking idiots being wrangled by babysitter Tiana Paris right. because they've they've almost almost progressed this character yeah. in the sense that she's got a heightened level of responsibility now, reporting direct, directly to Nick Fury. We'll get on to Nick Fury, um, and there's there's at least a sense of she is balancing basically her work life and her superhero life. Yes. In the sense of, they can come to the same office. Yes. Which is actually kind of a little bit refreshing, rather yeah. than, you know, coming off everybody basically being a carbon copy of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. They're just, oh, home life, and superhero life, and wear the mask, but everybody in my family knows, but somehow nobody else past the fucking household knows. She's very well adjusted. Yeah. In the same way, that there's not many people, like, like War Machine's the only one I can think of that's like, I basically kept my job, mm. I just do extra stuff and can do it better. The now. military went, oh, you stole an Iron Man suit. Cool. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do that again? <laughs> so he's the only one I can think of that's of a similar place. But yeah, that's probably the best place for it. Because I think in this one, she suffers from being a bit too much like like Captain Marvel. Mm. And they're both very strong military background, forceful, independent women. Yes. And it's only through the juxtaposition with Miss Marvel that that kind of, they get any amount of chemistry going. Yeah. The... I did I did hear in that book I was listening to that the way they pitched Captain Marvel was that all great things like this are all triangles. Luke is Han Solo plus Leia. Mm. Harry Potter is Ron plus Hermione. And they said, Captain Marvel is Tony Stark plus Captain America. And I was like, nope. I am not getting any Tony Stark from this. No. Like She's better in this one. She seems more human and less very, very wooden and robotic in the first one. Mm. And I'm not getting... If she was that, then I can be like, okay, Tiona Paris is the one side of that, the very stoic, straightforward, straight lay stuff. And, and then Marvel is... Marvelani is the... Let's eat just... Well, it's great. Ooh, let's do a dance. <laughs> um, without that balance, it doesn't kind of work. Are you doing the thing again, Michael, where you make me like dislike a movie more? I'm very sorry. But, uh, but, you just keep doing it. But there's good reason. Like, I don't think that the... I think that the very negative press the movie's got is a little unwarranted. Yeah. But I think the general kind of... Malaise. Malaise is extremely warranted mm. because the film lacks any special source. Yeah, it's it, not. It, this, is, this is product TM at its absolute worst. Yeah, I think, case in point, without looking at your phone, mm-hmm. what was the villain's name? Yep, exactly. <laughs> My point exactly. Now, I think... I think I listened to a couple of reviews on the way back yes. from seeing it. Because mm. by that point, I'd forgotten the villain's name. Right. <laughs> um, and I think it's I think it's Darbin? Darben. Darben. It goes into the uh, Mads Mikkelsen in Doctor Strange. Fuck's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember his name. Well, though. that's why I was driving home. And I was like, okay, it's Darben. You're going to have to commit that to memory. Just like, and I went through all the movies. He was the only one I was like, um... <laughs> Kai, Kai, Kai. It's Kai Silius. I got there in the end. It's, Silius, it took yeah. me, it's him. He's and... the ready we can't name. Well, who's the villain in, in Ant-Man 2? Uh, Ant-Man 2 is Ghost oh, and... Okay. Um, uh, there you go. No, no. I'm, I'm just going to think it's... Um... Oh, no. It's Morbius. <laughs> it's not oh, Morbius. God. No, it's Morbius. Morbius. It, it, it's, oh, it's, it's Goliath. It's Goliath. I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, uh, oh uh, gosh! Yeah, yeah, it's Lawrence yeah. Fishburne. Oh no, yeah, no, it's Lawrence Fishburne. But like, it's Bill, someone. Oh, it is Bill something, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, uh, that's the only one. <laughs> There's one. In, so I was like Walter Goggins. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's in that movie. He's very much. I completely in that. forgot about Ghost and Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> um, and so on. Yeah, it, there's only a few where I have to stop and think for a second and go. So, Darben's soon to join that list of like, I'm going to forget your name. But yep. Jude Law's name in the first one. 
Uh, Yonrog. There you go. That took me a minute. I can, as well. I can do that one because that's an actual Captain Marvel villain as opposed to some guy. Oh, Ben, played by uh, Tom Hiddleston's wife. Yeah. You know that. I was like, oh, cool. Okay, good for you. For one, um, fair play. And for two, she did not absorb any of his charisma. Uh, she. <laughs> She's, she's she's very there, isn't she? I think mm. she's done fine with what she was given, but there wasn't a lot of meat she wasn't on those particular given, bones. She is, in every sense of the word, discount Ronan the Accuser. Really is. We either get a super charismatic person or a dud. Like, there's nothing between with Marvel. You mm. are, this is a fantastic villain at every level. It's so layered and wonderful. And then just, who? Oh. For every Thanos or when will you have to have a Darben. A Malekith, a Malekith. etc. <laughs> um, I mean, it was a hell of a weekend in their house. My God. <laughs> Loki's finale and then this on the same goddamn day. They oh. had some hella sex. Uh, <laughs> more power to you, lads. More power to oh. you. Um, yeah, she's she's a whole whole lot of nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't care for her. I don't care for her story. I don't care that she won't be back. I don't care. No. I just don't care. Sorry. <laughs> It did the it did the Simpsons thing of just like all these Captain Marvel villains like Yonrog, how many more? <laughs> and such and such. <laughs> Foxy boxing and such and, and such. such. Um, okay, positives. Yes, Khan family is always funny. I like yeah, their antics. Okay. It it does feel like sitcom level comedy trying to up, elevate itself to a movie. It, it which is, is just the, the MCU version of the Kumars at number forty two. I'm not against that. No, it I'm works. just telling you that's what it is. It is funny. I like that her dad, even though he's in space, is trying to sell pension plans <laughs> yeah. to Asgardians. I like that. Um, so I like their capers. Um, you wanted to talk about Samuel Jackson. I was going to mm. mention Park. Park Give it a go. June. See June? Let's say it's that. I actually don't know who he is. Prince Yan from the, the musical planet. Yeah. Which is one of the two scenes that I come back to and go, well, that was unique. They did a musical bit. They did. They didn't commit to it as much as I wanted them to. They did not. But I liked it. It was a nice little injection of something in the middle of this room. You're like, it, it, it's the best of the Guardians of like, we're going, we know all about it. We're introducing fresh eyes to it. We're going to go to a musical planet. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But they they almost immediately go, oh, yeah, he's bilingual. He can also speak normally. So we don't need to keep the singing pretense up. Yep. Oh, cool. Um, let's talk about Samuel Jackson. Yes. Did you also, real quick, did you know? And I, I now I'm going to watch every Marvel movie just to see what happens. He almost basically has it written into his contract that he doesn't need to run. <laughs> Really? Well, he was 60-odd. since Avengers? Since Avengers 1? Since Winter Soldier? Since... Since Iron Man 2. Excuse me. He refuses to run. <laughs> and apparently, when he saw the Avengers script, when he was like, you're going to have to run out onto the deck with the bazooka, yeah, yeah. he was like, nah. He, he hunted down Charles Whedon to go, <laughs> why am I fucking running? <laughs> <laughs> and he went, you've only got to do it once. It's like six paces. He's like, fine, but I want this remembered. <laughs> he apparently just doesn't do it. Excellent. So that's why he really shoots a guy in this film while still sat there. And I was like, that is prime Samuel Jackson. Well Samuel done. Jackson's got some fucking weird red lines. I won't run, but I will do all the Warburton's adverts. Yeah, that's no problem whatsoever. <laughs> he's never seen a paycheck he would want to turn down. So, he's never um, seen a fucking crumpet, but he's still no, advertising he him. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's... He's, he's such a weird character status for him. Of he's had two really big revelations happen to him over the course of his Marvel thing. Mm. That being, he died, mm-hmm. and then the next time he's back, he doesn't really mention it when he turns up in Age of Ultron. Like, oh yeah, I like died recently. Yeah, and then we've just come off the back of Secret Invasion. Yep, he's. nominally his series. Mm. Finally, he's got a wife now who's a scroll not mentioned <laughs> in the slightest. This could be the exact same cap, like Nick Fury from Iron Man fucking 2. Yeah, it is it is ridiculous how much we are ignoring in this wider universe. Like like you say, in Secret Invasion, his, one of his best friends at work died. Yeah. He was subject to a, to a global invasion and had to create a fucking super soldier in order to fight it off. Yep. He betrayed a race of people that he's been protecting for 30 years. He nicked everyone's blood. He nicked everyone's blood. And in this, he's just he's just jive-talking fucking... Just Samuel pa- Jackson. Parody Samuel L. Jackson. I'm, I, and I'm like, 
Not only, like, I'm sitting there going, not only be ignoring the thing that apparently for Nick Fury happened last week. Mm. Like, I'm sorry, there's still a giant hand sticking out of the ocean from Eternals that we're doing fuck all about. Six movies we've had since then. <laughs> not one person's bothered to mention the giant, the giant, giant sticking out of the fucking ocean. Yep. I don't know. Like, it, it's... Because it comes to the point of, like, he is one of the... Eight characters you think of first when you think of Marvel. It's the original run of characters, right? He's on the poster for uh, the Avengers. Yes. So, of the original line, three of them are dead. Hawkeye's retired and has an apprentice. Thor is a completely different character from his first movie. Mm-hmm. Who's the other one? Hulk's not really changed. Although, I mean, he's, he's changed Professor actor. Hulk now, isn't he's he? Professor Hulk. He's at least done something. We have now had the character of Nick Fury for... When was Iron Man 1? That's 2008? Yes. So, for... 20... Wait, no. No. My counting's terrible. For 15 years, yes. we've had this character, and we've had two stabs at really shaking up the meta, and he's still the exact same. <laughs> I'm like, would it not be better just to kill him at this point? Like, he's not serving a narrative purpose other than just being a bit of glue and mm. a bit of holdover from the golden days. And he, he's repeatedly like, it's still fine, it's still serviceable Sam Jackson acting, but like... It's not adding anything anymore. I can fix this in one line. Go on. That's an LMD. That it would have been fine if that was the case. If during if during the return to Earth from that one scene that we'll talk about in a minute, yes, he he takes a blow to the head and he starts sparking, and we go, "What the fuck? Where's Nick Fury?" And yeah, cool. You've then set it up for something different. It explains why he's not really reacting to everybody he knows dying or getting cast yep. out from where they're supposed to be, and. Yeah, it would it would fix this. It would at least fix part of this. Yes. Just, I feel like there are certain characters that are just in complete stasis. And there are certain elements of this universe that are just, hold on, we've got to wait for the big team up to even remotely address yep. something new. Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting a bit sick of it, to be honest. I appreciate that Phase 4 was very much, let's introduce a bunch of new people. Yes. Great. I didn't like She-Hulk, but She-Hulk's here. I loved Moon Knight. Moon Knight's here. I was okay on Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is in this one. Yes. And it doesn't feel like anything past her series has actually really happened. There are movies between these things. Mm. Gigantic events that are just not... Do you remember like in every other film, like Phase 1 through 3, especially Phase 2, everybody was like, where were you at New York? Yes. Everyone was doing, and with this, we get to that. We get to the Miss Marvel. Yeah, we get to the Marvels. Okay, <laughs> Monica Rambeau, where were you when the giant hand popped out the ocean? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Captain Marvel. Oh, there was all things happening. In spe- oh, did you ever run to the High Evolutionary? Mm-hmm. No. I'm getting goddamn sick. Like I appreciate you've got to do individual things. Yes. And I'm all for giving directors their creative visions. Yes. But Jesus Christ, like it, you know that meme of like, open the gate, close the gate, open the gate a little. Yeah, it feels like this, but like for two phases mm. of this whole thing. And phase four and five are virtually indistinguishable from each other. I didn't know. I couldn't tell you what the actual delineation between the two was. Exactly. Was it Loki season one? Was the end of? I guess it must have been because uh, uh, I, I I genuinely don't know. Yeah. Oh, anyway, <laughs> I think that's it for cast. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you trying to bring it back around. Uh, d- let's just double check. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone else. I mean, Valkyrie turns up for a hot minute and doesn't do anything of note that would be Another thing that oh, happened oh, off screen. <laughs> when did these two meet? This is the first Michael, time these two no, are sharing space. No, 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 no. You can say Endgame. You remember the awesome, not at all cynical lineup of, don't worry, we've got it from here. Oh, oh, women. <laughs> it's the women. The no, women are here. Don't you remember that? For a split second, she was going in for a kiss. And I was like, oh, here mm. we go. Interesting character developments. No, no, no. Would have been happy with that. That would have been something. That would have been something of note. No, just kiss on the cheek and like, I'm going to take care of this inconvenient plot point for you. Bye. <laughs> oh, what's that? We, we can't get the scrolls back for reshoots. Okay, bye. 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 We're going to take them to a planet where they're literally being hunted by the US government. <laughs> bye. <laughs> I, I don't think there's anybody else of note in this unless we have to talk about spoilers. So, yeah. yeah. 
It's a. It's, oh, you've it's a me down. nothing sandwich. Where have I got it in the overall rankings? Because I think I was kinder to it to you. Because I did but for the year or for Marvel. For for Marvel, I was like, it was solid. It's actually relatively. I might need to change that actually. Um, I came out and was like, right, it didn't overstay its welcome. The action was fine. I like the Paris switching thing that had some nice spectacle to it. They mm. could have played a bit more actually. It doesn't hold together a lot when you think about it because like. No, they have to be using their powers at the exact same time. Yeah. So just don't then. <laughs> so I've currently got it at the moment at number 23 out of the 40 things on this list that combined both TV and film. That is exceptionally high. Putting it above the likes of Quantum Mania, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Thor, Love and Thunder, etc. Both Doctor Strange movies. <laughs> I think that's unfair on the first Doctor Strange. I appreciate the villain wasn't great. No. But very little of this was great, I would say. I would argue nothing was great and very little was good. I think it just it like it it made me laugh. If you can make me laugh, I tend to skew higher than um give you more credit than maybe you're worth, but mm. I laughed a few times. And there's a very special reason that I can't talk about yet oh. as to why I can't bring myself to dislike this movie. Okay. You've you've seen the 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 excesses of my bias towards a particular franchise before. It is playing a I whole role again now. That you can talk about to me. I was like, what? No. <laughs> I'll be honest. I thought that was you leading up to telling me that you were you and Rachel were pregnant. No. The screening was so empty. We managed to conceive there and then. <laughs> Did you not notice? <laughs> I disappeared from the I was too bu- I was too busy disassociating. <laughs> he did so when we came out. You'd just been hearing the magic roundabout music in your head. Oh, God. Um, a- a- any more closing remarks? <laughs> I think it's fine. It's a Disney Plus special. I don't think you need to go out to the cinema to go and see this. Yeah, I wait think for Disney Plus. It'll be out by, I imagine, before the end of the year, they'll have this on thing on Disney They'll Plus, whack so. this up for New Year's. I would have thought guarantee so. guarantee so. Wait, that's the... People asked me, and I did say, yeah, don't need to rush. No. It's fine. It doesn't... Well, to be fair, there's not much Marvel left of the year. There's What If Season 2, and that is it. <laughs> they got announced today they did i'm assuming just to slap sony i i would imagine so oh the matter went <laughs> what what is, is that <laughs> what, what, what is, is that film what is it what is it <laughs> I sent you the gift because i saw that it was out and i saw a screenshot and i was like i know what i have to do but i don't know if i have the strength to do it We've really made a rod for our own back here for the rest of our lives. We yep. just have to go watch movies that we wouldn't, wouldn't give it a time of day. I don't care. What have they done to Tahir Rahim? What is that suit they have put him in? Who? So the guy... Did you watch The Serpent from, like, 2020? No, you told me to watch it and I didn't get ready. Oh, it was really good. He was in that. He's in the Madam Web movie. He's playing Ezekiel Sims, who does not have a spider suit, who is an old man who looks like rocks. Right. And they've put him in what can only be described as a black version of the Spider-Man Lotus suit. It looks so unbelievably fabricated. I mean, like it looks very physical in the sense of it looks like a fan film. What the fuck is that film going to be? The only tweet I've read so far is they're going to put um, uh, Sydney Sweeney in the black Spider-Woman outfit, yeah. the, the, from the skin se- type one. From Secret Wars 80s version? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And it was just a quote of, that'll please the perfs. <laughs> oh, it's after true, I, I, It's after I uh, divulged to you in the cinema that Sydney Sweeney is in um, the, the same class as the beer of... <laughs> Find a slightly unquiet, disquieting to look at. <laughs> Not sure why. Anyway, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Go. Fuck it out. Should we just talk about the one good thing from this movie? Just get it out of the oh, way. Well, do you? Let's just, just warm up a little okay, bit. So, okay. your threat's not much. They're trying to steal atmosphere for. <laughs> oh, I say Klingon, that's not it. Uh, uh, it uh, for the Halla. Halla, Halla, Halla. The Cree home planet. The Cree home planet, which Mar- Captain Marvel fucked up so, off screen. Off screen. That was the film. The film of her going back and getting revenge on the Cree should have been the film. It's not the film because it des- it's a design by committee mess, yeah. which means that all of Captain Marvel's development happened before Captain Marvel 1 and somewhere between Captain Marvel 1 and Endgame and potentially maybe after. I don't know. They don't tell you when it happened. All the other major characters 
that we like and we connect to, their fuck-ups happen on screen. Yes. Peter Parker several times over. Mm. Star-Lord several times over. Etc, mm. etc, etc. Cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We see their big problem, their big fuck-up and how they redeem themselves. Yep. Yep. Having it all happen off screen, then just having a bit of a bit of guilt. Yeah. Afterwards, doesn't really matter for that. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel a little bit bad about killing your planet. Yeah. Oops. Oops. A little bit. I'm gonna go back <laughs> get my Korean boyfriend to make me a new costume now. Canonically, I did it 15 years ago, <laughs> and I've decided now is the time to to feel a bit bad about that. Um, but don't worry. She's not some shit Icarus. She can fly into the sun, <laughs> and everything's fine. Yes, she can kickstart the sun, which is like. There's so many inconsistencies with her powers in this. Mm. Of like, so she can instantly fly from Earth to whatever planet um, Monica Rambeau and Miss um, Marvel were on, but then at the end of the movie, she can't fly across a relatively short space of space to save Monica when she's in the wormhole thing. Yeah. So those two don't jar. Which also makes no fucking sense. Yes. Like, oh, the, yeah. So the the gimmick is so apparently because oh yeah no they found the other bangle. Yes. So the Kamala Khan bangle, which which kickstarted her mutation. The quantum bands. The... <sighs> They're called the quantum bands, and you have to accept that. Michael. They are not the quantum they bands. They are the quantum bands. They called them the quantum bands. No, because if they were the quantum bands, it would have been fucking Kazar, not Kazar, Quasar. It would have been fucking Quasar, and that would have been actually a really good villain for the movie. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed at that, you cheeky, cheeky bitch. Excellent work, excellent work. But yeah, Quasar was there. You yes. could have done um, Marvel. We haven't had Marvel uh, yet. Yeah. So, but you could have had Quasar or Marvel. Instead, we get Discount Ronan, whose name I've forgotten again. And her whole shtick is Darben. Darben. <laughs> thank you. Her whole shtick. Yes. Is I'm mad about the planet dying. Yes. Uh, I'm going to use Ronan's hammer, which apparently st- looks like it's still got an infinity stone in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shouldn't fucking work. Uh-uh. And I'm going to... So the whole kind of like the hex-shaped hole punch things that the Guardians use to travel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's this universe's version of light speed. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to use that to nick, basically, water, fire, air and dirt, fucking magnets, how do they work? Yes. From all the other planets. And I'm going to basically jumpstart Hala. Yeah. When a sun dies, it tends to explode. Oh, yeah. It would make things warmer. Oh. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, maybe that's a bit fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. levels of but not enjoying a movie. But... Maybe. But again, don't worry. Even though she can be punched and hurt by normal Kree soldiers, she mm. can also restart suns. Yes. So there's some inconsistencies <laughs> there that I would like to be solved. Let's just talk post-credits because mm. that's all that we're really here for. Before we get there. The musical scene, I thought we were going somewhere with it. Ah. And then it's like, like you say. He's bilingual. He's bilingual. And they stop mid-song. Yes. I would have loved to have seen an extension of that scene where it's the action scenes and musical as that well. That would have been, that would have been something. That would have been something. Because the only other one, that, again, that I come back to, like the two scenes, I was like, well, that was unique, was Cats. <laughs> yeah. So that was the other scene I wanted to talk about before we got to the so, good thing. So, Goose is pregnant. Goose the was pregnant. Is pregnant and had lots of babies mm. and said babies have the same kind of black hole stomachs that the mom, dad, they Goose. have. Goose has. And so when the <laughs> when the space lift is crashing, they're like, quick, everyone, into the cats. <laughs> and I thought, again, it made me laugh at how fucking weird it was while mm. she was seemed to be having a body experience of like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I think I brought in and was like, I don't, I don't give a shit about the Marvels. Fuck it, let's just <laughs> let's just let's enjoy the insanity for what it is. Of people as... being urged to be eaten as Barbara Streisand sings <laughs> a song. <of> cat. <laughs> yeah, I will admit that touch kind of pushed it over. That am I actually enjoying this? Mm. I wasn't. I, I really realised I wasn't. Thought about it for a second. Thought about. It. I was like, is this so f- ridiculous that it's funny? And I'm like, I'm laughing, but I am crying on the inside. I just, I just didn't vibe with it. No, it's, it's something that the movie has. It's a visual identifier scene for this movie. Yes, because it's got nothing else. And I'll tell you what really irked me. It's that the, I'm convinced that the final fight and therefore the ending of the movie is all reshoots. Right. I can tell you in, in Captain Marvel, I can tell you two of the big set pieces. It's the fight on top of the bus, or is it a train? Might be a train. Train. Fight on top of the train and having a fucking speed out in the desert. Mm. 
that's not much. I can give you that. Compare that to the final fight with Discount Ronan. Yes. And it's just some people in a room mm. having a scuffle. The direction really lacks. And I, I hope it isn't a problem of near the cost of making because I don't want to sit I... here and say, this is your fault. I would no. hope it was the... The brain trust. The brain trust. I think it is. I feel like I've seen that somewhere. Because obviously, part of the reason that everyone's saying, well, this is why it was low performing is they haven't had a chance to do a press tour. Because mm. the actor's strike, I think, finished like... A week before? Well, not even that. I think it was either the day before or the day after. Potentially. I think it ended on the Monday and this came out on the Thursday. Oh, so no they chance, didn't have... They just didn't have the time to do it. So, fair. But I feel like I have seen somewhere where, and this is apparently, everyone listen to my book, is the case of most things in that even Joss Whedon was like, right, I'm just going to hand the action off to other people who can do this better than I can. Mm. So, fair enough. But, yeah, I think the fight the fight on the musical planet is probably the the best action of the thing. Like, there's Because they're yeah. all body swapping. They've kind of got it under control now so they can have a bit of spectacle about it. And, in fact, the fight where they're, they're, they, that initially happens and the Kree are like in the Khan home on the space elevator and then wherever the hell... Captain Marvel was. Mm. It's also fine, very hectic and, yeah, and fine. Yeah, it's okay. It, it's weird that they just chose to put everybody in substantially worse costumes for what what, what is probably their best action scene. Yeah. Like, I don't like anybody's the, the new, new costume. The new Captain Marvel with the big, the big star the and the big muted star. red. I'm yeah. like, it didn't look great. I, I super don't like the new Miss Marvel costume with, yes. like, the, with like the tiny bits of armour over yeah, the shoulders. No. They've ruined it. It looked great. The Spectrum one looked fine. She got rid of the Storm Wings, which I was like, true. Well, he was saving those for Halle Berry to wear. That's yes. fine. Um, right, so, then you got spoiled on one of the post-credit scenes, but it turns out to just be it's the It's just last the last scene, scene of the movie. Which is, um, I, 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 I over it, I did some mansplaining on this because I leaned over to go, this is actually a takeoff of Nick Fiore's first speech. I was like, I fucking know. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> well, you've made me watch it several fucking times now. Um, <laughs> I said, sorry about that. But yeah, it's um, uh, Miss Marvel giving us their first. We've known the Young Avengers is coming for a while. You've only got to look at where they were putting those characters. Yeah, but this is the first, like, no, we're actually going to pull it together and Miss Marvel's going to be the centerpiece, which I think just based on the, all the characters they have been planting. Mm. I think is probably the best option. Yeah, I, I think... she would want. To, she has a. She not only feels like she has a need to do it, but she because she's a fangirl, she has a yeah a it, driving force, a need to do it. You've almost kind of set up uh, a quasi kind of stark cap between her and the big cameo at the end at the end before the post credits of Hayden Steinfeld as. Um, as Kate Bishop. Yes, forgot about that. Who I, who I really like. I really like Hayley Steinfeld. So yes. happy to see that she's coming back for more stuff. I mean, we we knew, yeah. but like, happy to see that it's actually like, yes, this is what we're doing. Yes. Her as kind of like a cap style, almost. Like uh, had one really good skill and was just really good at doing it versus the Tony Stark style of yes. of, Cap, of uh, Ms. Marvel being like, I'm setting this up. I'm the leader. I, I'm, I'm the person up the front. Yeah, da, yeah. Da, 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 da. So that works. I like that. I think there's a there's a very good chance that we'll get even better chemistry from what they seem to be setting up as the three leads of that Young Avengers movie being Hayley Steinfeld and Manvalani and Catherine Newton as um, Cassie, Lang. Uh, Cassie Lang, which I'm like, that works. So another, again, good that you're going on the front foot with diversity and putting three women at the front of your movie. Fucking mm-hmm. A. They've hopefully got better chemistry than, than these three. I think it was fine, but they can do better. Yeah. I did enjoy the, the her doing the whole thing. And she's like, I am 22 years old. Yeah, that was quite nice. <laughs> well, because who's the other one? So you've got, well, the, the, the other one I can think of off the top of my head is also, you have, if you add Riri into this and have Ironheart as your, as as your, your Iron Man. As your so Iron Man standing. Your Iron Man, your Captain Marvel, your, well, Yelena's is also, fuck, it's five. God damn it. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not going to be... It might be A-Force, you know. It might not be Young Avengers. They might just go do an A-Force. Which they, is fine. Uh, it, the only th- people it would leave just kind of hanging on would be the Wonder Twins. But they're in such a weird limbo. They are. That you're going to have to... We're not going to be able to do but that But one quickly. of them's going to be in the weird Agatha series that no one yes. wants. No. We're going to have to jump through a lot of hoops to get them back in play anyway. Mm. So I feel like they're tricky. They didn't really set up Eli Bradley and Falcon and the Winter Soldier to be no. Patriots. We're not doing Iron Lad. We're not doing Iron Lad. We're not doing Iron Lad. Joaquin Torres is too old, so they were not having a Falcon stand in. No, that's fine. Um, So maybe maybe they do pivot to do A-Force. Because you've got She-Hulk in play now. You're about to add Sue Storm to things. That's true. You've got... I mean, how, how, how young do they picture Johnny? Probably not that young. 
I don't think they know. Who knows with that Fantastic Four? Oh, man. America Chavez. America Chavez. Oh, it's going to be A-Force. It's not going to be it's, it's, Avengers. It's going to be A-Force. Sweet. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, that means... Because then you can have another stab at not doing it fucking as heavy-handedly as did it at the end of Endgame. True. Because, um, I mean, Valkyrie's still standing, but I guess she's... Yeah. No, I don't know if she would fit that, really. So let's 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 do this properly. So it's Yelena, Kate Bishop, Ms. Marvel, Cassie Lang, America Chavez. And Chavez, Ironheart. Ironheart. Uh, did you say Yelena already? Yes. I mean, that's six, and that's as many as the original Avengers. That'll do. That'll do it. Because the one brain trust I've heard of, if they're doing... Depends on what version of Secret Wars they want to do. Mm. If they're doing eighty Secret Wars and everyone just goes to uh, a separate battle world, it's like, well, what do we do now? Everyone's gone. That's when you can do Young you Avengers do, or Air yeah. Force, whatever you want to call it. I don't think you can do that with newer Secret Wars, where oh, it's where it's the merge. Realities. The universe ends and everything gets merged. Etc. Oh, God, Emperor Doom! Like, yeah, yeah no, yeah. you can't do it if you're doing that. I don't think they're going to do that. So, cool. I'm down for an Air Force movie. I think. Oh, I like all those characters we just mentioned. I like all of them. Yes. I think they can all have some good chemistry together. That could be a very good... I think that'd have to be a movie at that point. I don't think you, that's a, that's too much talent and budget to have to do as a TV show. I just show. thought Yelena is on the Thunderbolts. Oh, Yelena is on the Thunderbolts. So you won't get a Black Widow stand-in. Okay, but But still. that's the team where she's on with three Captain Americas, so anything's possible. That's a very good point. But yeah, I think the three you just mentioned, plus Ironheart and... Um, Whoever the hell the other one we mentioned was. Oh God, uh, <laughs> there are just way too many Avenger babies. Uh, who's who else is there? Oh, oh the just... kids. Um, one, oh, the, the Billy, Tommy, kids. and Eli Bradley. If they do Eli Bradley, cool. Um, now on to the main fucking event. <laughs> the main the, event that lasted all of a minute. And the reason I can't truly hate this movie, yeah, because you get it, Michael. I love X Men. I do get it. They're my favourite. <laughs> and how I didn't get this spoiled, I don't know. I didn't as In well. retrospect, I have been seeing more pictures of Kelsey Grammer as Beast, but I presume that's because Frasier was back. I thought that. So now I look back, I probably could have been spoiled if I just clicked on one of them. Because I told you, like... I said, I've seen the I've spoiler. Been, I've seen the spoiler, I know what's going to happen, and then it happened at the end, and I went, oh, mm. I've no idea what it is there. So... Monica Rambeau gets trapped. Gets trapped in a different universe. Basically, she closes this hole from the other side. It that... doesn't explain how punching through hyperspace makes a hole to another universe, but I don't fucking Plot care. Convenience. Um, and she wakes up in a white ass lab, mm. and there is Maria Rambeau, mm-hmm. played by the returning uh, Lashana Lynch. Lashana Lynch. And it's like cool, and she starts immediately venting, like, "Oh my god, mom, I'm so sorry." And she's like, "Who the fuck are you?" I don't care. <laughs> now I'm just going to take you into the cinema with me and Michael, right? Mm-hmm. All we see is a blue hand walk past the screen and sultry tones. Yes. And we both jump forward. <laughs> My wife did her usual thing of seeing me overreact to something and try and drag me back, but yep. the, the, the force was too strong. <laughs> I'm grabbing onto you like... <gasps> we went full Uncle Albert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely off the chain, Uncle Albert. And it might be CG, so it's it, Oh, it's perfect. definitely But CG. I mean, the man's well into his 60s and his 70s, so fair play. But we have been bestowed a beautiful <laughs> gift. One of the greatest pieces of casting ever in superhero <laughs> medium has been returned unto us. Yes. Because Kelsey fucking Kramer is back as Beast and everything is fine. Everything's great. <laughs> five out of five movie. Fucking ace. Excellent. Beautiful. Just for Beast. Just for Beast. For all four lines that he probably recorded in a booth in his own house. Yeah. And then had some just very tall man standing for him on set. But it's it's comic accurate Beast. He's got the underbite oh, with the little, good. little fangs. Um, we it kind of throws into question what universe this is because yeah, the the prevailing theory is that this is the continuation of happy ending Days of Future Past timeline. Okay, of the restored timeline, Sentinels didn't happen. Um, Wolverine's the only one that can remember mm. because it's not the one we saw in Multiverse of Madness because he says I need to give Charles an update. Yeah, so Charles is alive, Charles so he's, is alive. he's not the dead one. The only thing is with that, they were definitively the only people in that universe. Well, it's definitely not the one from Multiverse of Madness, because Lashana Lynch was also in that. And he's also dead. As that universe is Captain Marvel. Yes. So it seems like we've got the only universe in which um, Carol Danvers becomes Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Aren't yeah. we lucky? Um, but, so... but in this one, it's not Maria Rambo. 
or it might be. It's it's binary. It's not. It's binary. It's not Captain Marvel. It's binary. Which is the only spanner in the works of like, well, there weren't really any other superheroes in the world of the X Men. Yes. I mean, she could be a mutant that then just had extra stuff happen to her. True. That's fine, but dope. I think the suit looks a bit weird. Yeah. But it, it looks comic accurate, so that's their problem. Who's not. that up in the sky? It's hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> It's tic tac toe. <laughs> it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense for binary to be in an X Men universe, but I do not care because Beast is here. I don't care. Beast is here. Lashana Lynch is here. Everything is great, and yeah, Beast looks excellent. Yeah, he's undergoing a heel turn in the comic looks at the moment. Oh, because they've done the fall of Krakoa. They've done they? the fall of, uh, yeah, the fall of Krakoa, and he is. He turns out he's been a low key arsehole the entire time. Ah. Do you care about spoilers? Nope. Go ahead. Uh, he has been. You know, they've they've conquered death. Yes. He's been doing horrible like SS levels of uh, experiments on mutants to try and figure out how they tick. Oh, fun! And he's been doing it the entire fucking time, <laughs> and it's not good. He's basically like, I am now the god of death, and I've conquered all of it, and Excellent. I know science more than you do, dickhead. So they've turned him into Dark Beast, basically. Excellent. And I was a bit on the back foot of like, this isn't, don't don't make Kelsey Grammer come back as Dark Beast, please. Bring Nick Holt back to be Dark Beast, for fuck's sake. Don't, <laughs> not, not Kelsey, please. So yeah, he's back. He was only in X-Men 3, mm. so it was a very much a wasted perfect casting, but... He's so synonymous with that role, I forgot he was only in X-Men yeah, 3. Yeah, I had to remind you, like, oh yeah, he's only in one movie as Beast. We've had... Infinitely more Nick Holt beast than we ever did Kelsey Graham beast. How so. many movies of Nick Holt beast? Three, four, four. four. Oh, and the and the Deadpool cameos. Oh, and the Deadpool cameo. Cameo singular. So five. We've had five Nicholas Holt origins <laughs> as beast. One Kelsey Grammer one. And he's still the definitive one. And he's still like genuinely easily in the top five, if not the top three, most perfect. Mm. It's him and um, it's the trifecta, isn't it? Him, Magneto, and Professor X. They were all perfectly cast in X Men. I would say so. Yeah, I'd also throw in uh, uh, J.K. Simmons as Jay oh, yeah. Jonah. Perfect. I, no I mean, I, I guess because we're not escaping it, I guess Hugh Jackman Wolverine as well. Mm. I know he's too tall. There's and he's I, not I, Canadian. I know, I know, and the person that I want would be even taller. So it's not going to work. Who do you want? Jared Kiso, obviously. Oh yeah, true. You're oh. telling me you don't want to hear? <laughs> you don't want to hear Wolverine going? <laughs> I can't, I can't even get it out. Just, give your balls a talk to, fucker. <laughs> I would like that to be fair. I'm becoming in, increasingly convinced he'll either have a cameo in the Deadpool 3 one or he's actually going to be new Wolverine. I'm getting more convinced he's, well, Jared, Rad, he's oh, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe by the yeah. day. He's super jacked in the latest uh, Miracle Workers uh, uh... thing. But it's like he's got he's jacked, but it's like that scrawny CrossFit level of right like ripped he's not like thick boy like you need for a wolverine but mm. he's short enough so he's got that going for him true eddie hoozel beast is back x-men universe they're in the x-man too because the x doors behind them yes the x-men are coming thank the fucking lord five out of five <laughs> plug away michael <laughs> you can go and find me on twitter and instagram and add that michael you can go and find darren on twitter and instagram and add that guttridge you can find the site on twitter instagram and facebook and his name valiant that's f-o-u-l-e-n-t all these people are also on threads but who the fuck cares about threads you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed with the username FowlyNT or FowlyNT Podcast, depending on the service you're using. Quick update, I don't know why we're not on Google Podcasts. I can't get us on there, and they're shutting the service down in March anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, so if you are listening on uh, on well, if you if your main thing is Google Podcasts, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Go to FowlyNTainment.com for more stuff like this. You very soon will be able to hear a review of Loki Season 2, which we're yes. about to record. Uh, Spider-Man review is over there as well. They give that a listen. Spider-Man 2, the video game. Yes, Sorry, no. no, there's a lot of Spider-Man stuff. Not, not Spider-Man 2002. No, which I would love. I'd love to go back and do all oh, the Spider movies. Love it. Um, and yet yeah, we, we're not sure what the schedule is for the end of the year. I mean, they've announced a live-action Zelda movie. From the Maze mm. Runner guy, although he is doing Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, and the yes. trailer looked bon. Yeah, I so, mean, it's big boots to fill with those movies. It though. is because Dawn and War were uh, all incredible. three. No, all three of them are good. Yeah, it's an almost perfect trilogy. War especially. Yeah, War's amazing. Ooh. So, uh, but now they haven't got Caesar to rely on. They haven't got Andy Circus to rely no. on, and they've got the Maze Runner guy. 
Did you see that he manifested his destiny? Yes. In 2010. In 2010, he tweeted about wanting to direct a Legend of Zelda movie. The next live-action mocap thing should be Legend of Zelda. Zelda, Which implies that it's not actually going to be live-action, live-action. It's going to be like Tintin. Oh, why have you got to say Tintin? <laughs> That's the only one oh, I could think of. Oh, don't the fucking... Just say Planet of the Apes. Oh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but they're not all CG. Like, everybody would have to be CG in this. Uh, everybody. You ruined it with Tintin you, there. Me you want to have the, pro- the problem of casting Link. Jesus Christ, I don't want that problem. No, I don't want that problem at all. There's... Just you've got to find yeah, no but you've got to find a mute twink that can do all the stunts <laughs> it's going to be so fucking hard I guess we look on TikTok I don't know can we DH Tom Holland again <laughs> <laughs> don't don't will Tom Holland into every fucking video game I mean movie. Chris Pratt's been willed into everything yeah uh, he was Garfield in, uh, uh, voice yes I too have heard Chris Pratt's voice coming out of a fucking orange cat I've seen the Garfield trailer <laughs> what was, there was I, I I put it up there. Did you see the the thing? Yes. <laughs> Just uh, Chris Pratt, Link. <laughs> Make it happen, Nintendo. It's going to happen. Yeah. So we're probably going to have to pitch that before they beat us to it. Yeah, we're going to um, have to do it. We might have to have a rant about GTA 6 if our predictions turn out to be true. That's coming out in a few weeks. Oh, yes. The trailer, the trailer is coming time. out. So before the end of the year... I, oh, I, I just want to... I, I tell you what I would want to do if I was Rockstar. Mm-hmm. I would um, <laughs> have the build up to the GTA 6 trailer, and then just drop it, and the, you just hear the first line: "Why did I move here? I guess it was the weather." And it's just GTA 5 again. <laughs> We're all stuck in Groundhog Day. It'd be a beautiful thing, but oh, it's going to be Vice City. Of course, it's. There's a few films coming out before the end of the year that, as long as we get our time is right, we might be able to get done. Fingers crossed. Napoleon's next week. It is. Wonka, which you're looking forward oh, to. Oh, like no. Be. I'm not watching fucking Aquaman 2. <laughs> Rebel Moon looks dope. Yeah, I'll but watch that's, that. That's running right up against the end of the year, yeah. as is What If Season 2. So yes. most likely after this little glut, it might be the end of year reviews by the next time you hear it. Us, might, it might be January by the time we get round to everything. Oh, 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 they are, they're oh. cutting it fine this year. They really are. But all of that will be over on fairlandstainment.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Popscorn, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody! Bye!